Hey, this is Jason Hubbard, and I, along with my wife, are the lead pastors of One Life Church in Nampa, Idaho. Thanks so much for checking out our podcast. We hope that it encourages you and motivates you to live for Christ. Enjoy this message. Father, thank you for your word that's living and active. I thank you that it speaks to every area of our lives. And I pray that you would come today to encourage your people, to strengthen them, to lift them up in this place. Father, I pray as your word goes out that it would do exactly what you have intended for today. I pray that you would anoint my words in this time to be able to speak clearly what you've put in my heart. We love you so much. Amen. Um, I want to pull uh, today a few thoughts out of Acts 3. There's a, a section of scripture that we're going to read out of Acts 3. We're going to read the first 10 verses and a really, really cool miracle, cool story that takes place here. And then I want to pull some pieces out of it today for what uh, I think God really has uh, to be able to speak to us. So I'm going to read these 10 verses. This is out of the New Living Translation today. Says Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the three o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put beside the temple gate and the one called the beautiful gate so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently and Peter said, look at us. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ of Na the Nazarene, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. Then, walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized that he was the lame beggar that had seen so often by the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John. Cool, cool story. And a lot of really, really neat things in this passage. And I think there's some things for us to be able to actually take out into this, um, this season. But as we, as we read this and all of the pieces that I want to pull out of it today all really centralize around this thought. And the thought is this is that what God has planned is far beyond our expectation. What God has planned is far beyond our expectation. I realize as we, as we come to a, a moment like this, we're transitioning from one year into another, that, that we do that with all kinds of uh, different perspectives and positions, right? For some of us, we have a lot of excitement about what this year has to hold. Maybe this last year, it was really awesome, and it just set us up for believing that this year is going to be fantastic. But maybe this last year was actually really hard. Maybe there was some hard stuff that took place, and, and, and there's some scarring, or, or there's some weariness that you face. And maybe even some trepidation as you get ready to start the new year. Maybe it's like, oh my goodness, here we go. We're starting a new year. I'm not ready for this, right? We all come into these moments a little bit different. But I think for us today, the thing that God wants to speak into our lives is that what he has planned is far beyond our expectation. What we think and what we expect, he is going to supersede in every way this year. 
Now, the thing that I recognize about this scripture is this, and this is a really important key for us. It's incredible to look at this miracle and go, oh my word, look how God did this. Look how he healed. It was incredible. Wow. But let's remember that the lame man came and he had been lame from birth, brought every day to the temple to beg. His expectation and his focus, listen to this, as he stepped into that place or as he was carried into that place that day was, was one focus. It had a single focus and a single expectation. His expectation for that day was not, this is the day I'm going to be healed. It was, I hope that I can get just enough money to make it through another day. I hope that enough people give to me as I'm begging that I'm able to walk away and get just enough food to make it through another day. He had been in that kind of a situation and place for a very long time his entire life. And so his mind had got set in one side of an expectation and one side of what provision and an answer looked like in that moment. I recognize this. That's actually the same thing that we can do with God a lot of times. We can come with a set of expectations of how God should answer, how he should move, the miracle that he should perform. And we get locked into that. But the thing that I think God wants to remind us today is that what he has in store for us will blow our expectations away and that what he wants to do, he has amazing things that he wants to do in our lives. He has incredible things he wants to be able to speak and he wants to challenge us where maybe we've got locked into one set of an expectation, one kind of an expectation of the thing that we want to see God do. You see, the, the, the thing that I recognize is that God, the way God moved and the, the miracle that was performed in this story was much, much deeper, deeper than just the surface level thing that was going on. It was much deeper than just I need enough money to be able to make it through another day, right? Maybe for you, it's I just, I just need enough energy, virtue to tackle another year. I believe that God has something far greater for you than just being able to scrape by, barely making it with just the bare minimum. God has something so much greater for you. Verse uh, four and verse five says this, is that Peter and John looked at him intently and Peter said, look at us. And the layman looked at them eagerly expecting some money. This is confirmation. What was he doing? He was expecting money. That's where he had gotten locked in on is that provision answer. The need that he had was just the money to make it through another day. And these are the three things that I pick up about this, the, about the beggar in this passage, the lame man, is that one, he expected the natural. He expected the natural. He was looking at just one filter. He was looking through one perspective of what he thought would meet the need. He also expected the minimum. He expected that he would barely get enough to be able to live for that day. He wasn't expecting anything more. He was just expecting that. And the third thing is that he had tunnel vision in his expectation. He was, he was so focused on what he thought the thing was that everything else was, was off the table because he was so locked in on this thing. This is the thing I recognize about him is that he expected what he thought was the answer to his need. But get this, God knew what he truly needed. I want to speak this over your life today. 
Because there can be things in our life that we think, this is what I'm needing God to do. This is what I, how I'm needing God to come through. But the reality is that God knows what is truly needed at the root, at the core of who we are. See, he's not just in the business of meeting the need for today. He's in the business of strengthening and empowering you for tomorrow. He's in the business of coming into your life and looking at that, that, that common, lowest common denominator, the root thing in your life and saying, this is where you need a move in your life. This is where you need my spirit to come and to alive, make you alive and to bring life and energy and vitality into your life. This is the place that you need that. And that is the place that he wants to be able to meet. See, as we look to this year and in every area of our life, any area of our life, we can either expect the greatest version of what we can come up with, or we can look to the unlimited God and what he has. Now, I don't know about you, but I know that I can't come up with the best things. I know I can't come up with the best version of what's going to happen, but boy, I believe that there is an unlimited God. My God is unlimited and moves mightily in a way that he has in store that I might not even have any understanding of in my life. As we look to 2024, we can either look through the eyes of our natural expectation or we can ask the Holy Spirit to remove the lid of our thinking to imagine what God could actually do. My prayer for you today is as we step into this year, that there is a lid taken off by the power of the Holy Spirit to really truly believe what God has in store for you this year. Now, let's talk about how God moves here for just a second. Let's pull these things out of here because the couple of principles and, and the realities and foundations that I pull from this passage are this. Number one, God is outside the box. God is outside the box. He functions outside the box. He thinks outside the box. He moves outside the box. We so many times get locked into the box and he's outside the box and he does amazing things in this. See, God will always answer us beyond our greatest expectations. He will always blow our expectations away. But, but we need to remember this. And this is, as I was praying through this, is such an important thing. We also have to remember that that means that he will answer outside of our expectations. Not only will he answer beyond our expectations, but he will answer outside of our expectations. So what we need to do is we need to have faith that he can and will move and trust him enough to do it his way. To have expectations to say, okay, God, you do not think about this the way I think about this. This situation that I'm up against, this situation that I've been living in for a long time, my set of expectations that I have, you're not even processing it from the same perspective. And so I need to have faith that you are going to do a good work and you're going to do the best thing because you know exactly what needs to be done. And I'm going to trust that the way you're going to do it is the best way because it's what you have in store. We have, to, we have to have a shift because God thinks outside the box. Isaiah 55 says it this way. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Such a powerful, powerful scripture. But how many times 
do we forget that that scripture is there? How many times do we still try to look at the situations of our life through our natural filters and mindsets, thinking that that's also how God views our situations and our circumstances? Forgetting that he even says, he says, listen, you don't think about things the way I do. You can't even imagine how high my thoughts are, how great my plans are. And so I think that we need the Holy Spirit to come and give us a reset and a shift to be able to see things from God's perspective. The three things that I mentioned that the beggar had in this story, there's, there's a counterpart to these, and this is the way that God actually moved in the beggar's life. Remember, the, the beggar, he, he expected the natural, he expected the minimum, and he had tunnel vision in his expectation. But this is what God did. This is so beautiful. God provided a supernatural answer. Didn't meet his natural need. He provided a supernatural answer where he brought healing and he brought complete freedom and a new life for that guy to be able to have. The second thing is that God provided more than he could have imagined. It wasn't just that, that, you know, there was a miracle in Peter and John suddenly had all this money in their pockets and we're like, hey, guess what? Here you go. Here's money to last you a year. No, God was thinking far beyond that to a place of healing and restoration for his life. And the third thing is that God provided an answer based on who he is and not who man is. See, God moved based off of who he is, the unlimited, all-powerful, all-knowing, omniscient, wise God moving in the way that is right for him and that the way that he does things, not from the way that a man thinks about it, not the way that you and I think about it and process through it. God was on a completely different wavelength. So all that boils down to this. With God, we should expect the unexpected. We should expect the unexpected. I think that the question that God has for each of us, he asks me, he asks you this today, is he would come and he would ask, are you expecting the unexpected from me? As you look at your life and you look at this next year and you look at everything that's ahead, God would say, are you expecting the unexpected from me? Can you, and he wants to come and do a work. And this is where the Holy Spirit does a work that's so beautiful is the Holy Spirit helps our minds and our hearts to reset and to dream again, to believe that God is coming with the unexpected into our lives, to move in a powerful way that we can't even imagine. God wants to come to bring the unexpected into our lives and for us to expect him to move in unexpected ways. We can expect the unexpected from God. We can. 2024 is a year where we can look to some amazing things that God has in store. Now, the result of this miracle, and this is what's so cool because this is how God works through our lives in these places. God comes to do something far greater than just meet a need to do a miracle in our life. But everything he does is to bring him glory. It's to bring him glory. Listen to this, verse 9 and 10. 
All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. And when they realized that he was the lame beggar that uh, they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were absolutely astounded. They were absolutely astounded. This is, this is what I understand about the story, and this is so true in our world today, is that people are astounded by a move of God, not a move of man. It's when God moves that astounds people and draws people to himself. It's not when we can be creative or we can be awesome or we can be amazing, but it's when God comes and actually does what only he can do and it astounds the people around us. It draws people in because they see a miracle take place. This is my declaration over our church this year, over your life and over my life, is that 2024 is a year for God's unexpected to astound people. I'm going to say that again because I believe it and I'm full of faith for this year for One Life Church and beyond. Maybe you're tuning in and you're not part of One Life Church, but you're part of the Big C Church. This is what I'm believing for the Big C Church as well, is that 2024 is a year for God's unexpected to astound people. I am looking forward to services together where God comes and does the unexpected and people are astounded and drawn to him. I'm looking forward to hearing stories about your life and my life that as we step out and believe that God's unexpected could come into our worlds, that as God moves in us and through us, that people are astounded and that they're drawn to the Father. They're drawn to the love of the Father. They're drawn to this thing that God is doing in their life. I believe it wholeheartedly. And, and, and I'm going to say this too, as, as, our past, as, as your pastor and as the pastor of, of One Life, Let's go into this year with this expectation. Let's get ready to see God do some unexpected things that when we do just shakes the ground, that radically gets a hold of people's lives, that people that have not had any encounter with him, when they see the move of God, the unexpected move of God, that they would be drawn to him. I'm believing that the unexpected will come in miracles. It will come in signs and wonders. It will come in healings. It will come in transformation of changed lives. It'll come in prodigals returning back to the Lord again. It's going to show itself in amazing ways, but it's going to be so abundantly clear that it is God at work. And that is what draws people to himself. I believe it for worship. As we enter into the presence of God every Sunday and as we worship, I firmly believe that as we enter into those places, God is going to show up in an unexpected way. And that is what it draws people in. It's not how fancy we can be. It's not how we can do all the things. It's the presence of God that moves and astounds people's lives and draws them in. So as we get ready to close today and as we get ready to step into this year, I really, really am praying that God comes and does an amazing work in and through us this year. I have great expectation. I am expecting the unexpected and I'm inviting you into a place for your life and for our church to believe for that as well. I'm going to pray just to, to seal this today as we step into this year. Lord, we come today as a church and a group of believers who are going into this year expecting the unexpected. 
We're expecting you to move in incredible ways. We're expecting to see your hands and your miracles. We're expecting to see your work like never before. We're expecting to see signs and wonders. We're expecting to see healing. We're expecting to see transformation. We're expecting to see things that, that everybody else has written off, but, but God, but God would move and do an amazing, incredible thing. And Lord, I pray that as you move through our lives and as you move through one life, that the unexpected would astound people and draw them to yourself. Lord, we believe for it. We believe for it. This is a good year. This is a year ahead full of unexpected things that you are going to pour out like never before. And we position ourselves now to receive it, to believe it, and to step into this year with faith. Lord, we love you and we thank you for what you're going to do in your name. Amen.